This Connect podcast series is brought to you by Talent Talks and Life Online. Welcome. I'm Karen Cole, Editor-in-Chief of Talent Talks and Life Online. pleased to be recording the fifth part in our six-part series, Developing Tomorrow's Leaders Today, with Natalie Holmes. Welcome, Natalie. Thanks, Karen. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Fantastic. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, just to remind you that Natalie Holmes is the Director of Conscious Connections. She's worked in counselling, education and training for the bulk of her career. Her areas of expertise are all around young people from parenting coaching to youth and adolescent coaching and to continual coaching throughout a person's life and career. This, of course, includes subject choices and career studies and providing training guidance. Her passion is helping young people to prepare for an unpredictable future. Her flagship program is called Future Leaders Development Program, and young people around the world are finding a great sense of self-awareness and discovering where they will make their biggest impact going forward. Today we are recording episode five and exploring episode five, which I'm really excited about because it's really more of a hands-on episode and it starts exploring some of the actual skills we need to employ to achieve our visions and how we can employ deliberate practices like goal setting to do so. So to kick off, Natalie, let's go into goal setting. So everything you come across either on the internet and I know obviously from previous corporate careers, etc., when we're setting goals, it includes setting what's often referred to as SMART goals. Do you employ this strategy in your program? And could you give us a bit more information on how to set goals appropriately? Sure, yes, we do. Um, in one of the last later sessions of the course, um, we actually do do goal setting and future future. Um, personal development plans. So we do, I teach them about SMART goals. So obviously the S stands for specific. Um, I get them to, you know, sort of dream it, you know, dream big, see where you want to be in a couple of years or, you know, a couple of 20 years, you know, down the line, what is your vision? And then we work backwards and we say, right, so within the next three years. So for young people, often we try work in three-year development plan because, you know, five, 10 years is just a bit long for them. And also they have so many variables and they're not really working yet. So we work back from that and we go, right, so in a year, in two years, in three years time, where do you think you'll be? And then we break it down, make it very specific, state exactly what you want to do, you know, use action words. And then we say, right, now how are you going to measure that? We provide a way to evaluate that, you know, so is it dates? What are the metrics we use? What are the all targets? They're going into say grade 10 where they have to choose subjects right then we go okay your deadline is september where you have to choose your subjects what are your subjects going to be and you know what are you hoping to achieve with that why you know going out of school what do you want to study work back from there and they have to be achievable so you know what is possible to accomplish is this attainable you know one of the kids was saying they want to get honors blazer which means a certain criteria she has to meet to get that so we work backwards from that you know what are the is this possible what do you have to achieve break it down and then we have to make them relevant so does it make sense within where you're at at the moment you know do you have enough time to get that honors blazer for example um and then obviously we have to put a time to it you have to be specific about the time cutoff times your due date times your 
end of goal time. So yeah, we talk to them about that and it's quite a useful tool for them. Um, so they do their own little smart goal grid. Yeah, we work around that. So it's, it's, it's a good exercise for them to do for anyone, but especially for kids who don't really, they live in the moment, you know, they don't necessarily plan three, four, five years down the line. Absolutely. I think it's such an important uh, life skill because it is something that, you know, you'll use throughout your, your, your career and to set even bigger life goals. Um, I've often come across this term, uh, I think it's called your BHAG, which is your big, hairy, uh, audacious yes. girl. Audacious girl, yes. And often, I mean, that's for, for adults to really move us out of our comfort zone. But I think if if children can can master the art of, of goal setting and, and planning ahead and, and being able to see the big picture in terms of that vision, but be able to break it down, just how powerful uh, that strategy just in itself is. But yeah. tell us from your perspective, what's the difference? And especially at this age, you know, setting a life vision and setting life goals. And I suppose if you could expand on this, specifically looking at the youth of today, but in terms of adults out there or parents, you know, is it too late for them to start setting life visions? It's never too late. It's only late when you're gone from the earth. Um, no, I think it's something we should keep doing. Um, and I do think it's fluid. You know, we don't have a specifically particular linear path in our lives. Yes, there are things we want to achieve. Like I always wanted to buy a pink helicopter. Um, initially, I said, by the time I'm 40, but that hasn't happened. <laughs> so, you know, shift a goal, change your plans. Um, but I haven't let go of that vision or dream. I've just had to re-strategize ways to get there. So no, you're never too old to set goals. And I think it is something we should assess. You know, every year people make resolutions, but, you know, I'm not a big one for resolutions, but I do think, you know, you should give some thought into where do you want to be at the end of this year? You know, what things do you want to achieve? and then work backwards from there and then set smart goals to get there. So no, never to alter set goals, I don't think, or have dreams. Or have dreams, which is essentially that life vision. And so yeah. when you're setting this life vision, how how detailed and specific should you get? No, I think it has to be quite specific. You know, if you decide, like with that girl who wants to get her honours blazer, she has to go, right, I want the blazer. That's the big hairy audacious goal and then you know what do I have to achieve before that so I have to get x x percentage for academics I have to get colors for say one sport I have to get colors for one cultural and then she'll look at that and go right what are the requirements for the academics you know what do I have to get in each subject to maintain the average I need if it's hockey like what how many games do I have to play to qualify to get colors how many goals do I have to serve what are the requirements so you work backwards and get quite specific so that you know right I have one year to achieve these um these are the times that I can do it. This is the requirements I have to make. Yeah, it has to be very specific so that you know all the time. And it also keeps you on track and accountable because then, you know, you say, right, by March, I have to have achieved X, Y, and Z. And you get to March and you go, right, have I or haven't I? What do I do? Do I have to make a contingency plan? Or, you know, great, I've, I've achieved it. Let's check that off and keep going. We're on track. As specific as you can make it without it being, you know, a minute by minute pressure. You know, when you're setting goals, I think, a lot of the time, some people maybe don't take the time up front to understand the bigger reason behind why they're setting them. How do you advise people? What what is the you know is there a good goal and a bad goal? Uh, how do you advise? What are some of the strategies you use to help those in your program determine what their goals are or 
or could be? Well, I think we do start with your big goal and break it down and then you set your plan. <clears throat> I don't think they're bad goals. I mean, if, if there's something you want to achieve, it, it can't be good or bad. I mean, it can't be bad. It has, it just is what it is. You know, it's not, there's no emotion attached to it. It's just, it's not a judgment. It's just something you want to achieve. So I wouldn't say there are any bad goals. Um, but I think it is critical to keep it realistic. I say I want to lose, I don't know, five kilograms by Friday. You know, that's probably not realistic. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so so if you mean bad goal like that, um, probably the word I would use is unrealistic. Um, but <clears throat> I think just to be able to, like, I don't know, focus on on what you want to do and and then work around that. So make your plans to that. It's it's never bad or good. Um, and the strategies will be the same, you know, break it down step by step, check in regularly, you know, have your little, your measurable or specifics if it's, if it's academics, what are the measurables that you can measure against? You know, if you have three tests, you know, you've got to get say 75% or more on those tests. So keep checking and tracking all the time. That's, it's the same kind of strategy, whether it's long-term or short-term, it's just, you change the time timelines. Absolutely. And with most of the uh, children that attend your program, are you finding that they're setting their own goals or are you still finding, you know, is there a lot of parental influence into into the goals or achievements that the parents want these children to make? And how do they fare in in achieving goals they set for themselves versus those that are almost imposed on them? Um, it's interesting. I think it comes down to the dynamic between the parent and the child, the relationship, and and also the personality. Um, you know, like like I know my middle son. Any goal that I tell him he needs to achieve, I can be very sure he's not going to do that because you know, unfortunately, he he doesn't like being told what to do. So, yeah, I think it comes down to the, the personality of the child, parent and the child. But I do think a lot of kids these days are quite aware of where they want to go and what they want to do. You know, they're exposed to so much more. They see, I don't know, they see celebrities with fancy cars or clothes and they make those kinds of goals and then they go right how do I get there so a lot of them are quite self-driven they do make their own goals the younger they are the more the parents are involved the older they are the less the parents are involved which is I guess how it should be and I think your role goes from you know telling them they need to get 10 out of 10 for their spelling test in the beginning to advising them look if that's your goal this is kind of what you have to achieve yeah they, they're quite self-motivated a lot of them if they have goals in mind if they're kind of going through life without that awareness or that plan then they kind of go day to day so again down to personality of parents and and the child and what advice do you offer for parents you know those that are specifically dealing with perhaps teenagers that are uncertain about the direction they want to go in or even you know setting goals kind of those teenagers that are caught in the middle that are just coasting doing enough to get by <laughs> but not really taking life quite so seriously yet I think there's a certain amount of readiness that has to be there but I think as a parent for you to be able to say look these are what you want to achieve right so do you think you're going to get there by coasting along like you're doing make them reflect on that like give them put it in their court and say right if you were going to go for an interview and your marks are these like average marks what kind of a job do you think you can get you know what how do you think you'd fare in an interview would you even get the interview based on these marks if you hadn't achieved you know and and tell them to flip it around you know if you were someone doing an interview would you 
Would you want a candidate who had an average grade all round, or would you probably hedge your bets with someone who had above average marks? And just to make them reflect on it, instead of saying you will get X, Y, and Z, because that doesn't tend to work very well, particularly with adolescents, just making them actually reflect. And nine times out of 10, they'll fight you on it, but but it'll sink in and they'll kind of go, right, what do I want to do with my life? But yeah, it's difficult because they live in the present. They, they're more worried about who's going to be at the party on Friday than who's going to be achieving at the end of school. It's, again, personality. It's um, what are their value systems? What what do they want? Um, and, and are you making them reflect on what they want and see the bigger picture? And see the bigger picture. And I think, you know, there's often a lot of conversations that parents don't have is we don't explain that bigger picture and we often don't have the time or we st- sometimes struggle to step out of that command and control role, which is thou shalt achieve X, Y, Z, because we intuitively do understand mm. that bigger picture. But I think as a right. parent, I think what you've mentioned is so important is often just to slow down, take that step back and reframe for them, then enable them to make their own decision going forward. I think that's something, it's partly why I called my company Conscious Connections, because I think becoming conscious of things as a parent, you know, are you consciously parenting? Are you consciously aware of the, the adult you want to raise? So again, with parenting, you know, you look at the adult you want and you work backwards and treat that child in the way that you're fostering the things, the traits that you would like them to have as an adult. And this awareness and accountability is is one of those things you need to become conscious of. So, yep, absolutely. So one of the things with setting goals, I think a lot of people, well, I know are fear-based in terms of, you know, I'm too scared to set kind of these big goals because what if I don't <laughs> achieve them? So how do you recommend people deal with the disappointment of not achieving a goal? Because sometimes it happens. And and that's life, right? Um, I mean, like I say, I don't have my pink helicopter yet, <laughs> but I haven't given up on that. Um, it's just a detour. You know, my life took a detour. I didn't quite get there. Let's not even talk about what COVID did. <laughs> but if you can foster a growth mindset and and understand that it's just it's just a detour, you know, you're not there yet. Not you're not there full stop, you know, it's the yet that's important. So not now, but soon, you know, that kind of thing. I th- without being a cop out to your goals, it needs to be right. Are you doing your best? Are you trying your best to achieve, you know, the little breakdown steps that you've set? And if you are, then great. And if life throws you a little bit of a, a detour or a ten- on a tangent, then just work around that, you know, change your route a little bit, change your direction. It's not, oh my word, I'm not there. Let's give up completely. I'm done. Um, so, yeah, that growth mindset is very important. Um, and I think it also, you know, we're so hard on ourselves, but I think we realize that the world can throw weird things at us. You know, <laughs> look at the last two years. No one, no one would have predicted in 2019 what was going to happen in 2020 and 2021. So you can't be rigid with your goals and you can't be that hard on yourself where you go, right, by 2020, I was supposed to have my pink helicopter, but now now I'm done. That's the end of the line. Like, okay, right, I didn't quite get there. So what can I do now? How do I regroup? What can I do? And, And don't take it personally that you feel like you're a failure. You know, failure is not failure. Failure is learning. So, okay, didn't quite work. Let's reassess and let's make this happen in a different way. And in your opinion, I know you've mentioned it a few times as we've been chatting around, teenagers are typically more, uh, obviously, more dopamine reward center driven. <laughs> and mm-hmm. everything has to happen in the in the now. But 
How are you finding or have you seen an impact from, you know, the current online world that they inhabit and this, you know, on-demand instant gratification? How has that affected our ability or teenagers' abilities to set and achieve goals and in what way? Well, it's definitely affected them um, and and with young people, particularly teenagers, it's a hard lesson for them to learn. You know, they want big things. They have big dreams, but like you say, they want it now. So so grit is a very difficult thing for them to stick to. Um, they, they aren't used to having to work for things. It's instant, you know, take school projects. I mean, I remember I used to have to find a time when my mom could take me to the library and when she could fit it in her schedule. And I'd go there, she'd drop me off, I'd sit there for hours trying to find the right books, trawling through those to find the right answers. And I mean, I'd work in the library because you couldn't take the reference books out. It was very tedious. It was a long process. Now you want to find out something, you just Google it. You know, research is quicker. It's at the tip of our fingertips and it's instant. So so these kids aren't learning this grit that they need. And, and I know that's a silly example, but young people don't have a lot of things they have to work hard at to figure out. Um, you know, like like my son wanted to make um, hollandaise sauce the other day. He's like, no, we always have yummy holiday sauce, you know, if we go over breakfast. So what does he do? He just goes to YouTube and figures out a tutorial. So it's quick. It's not like you have to sit there and recipe test or whatever. You just like, Google it and you'll find it, you know. So helping them with long-term goals is definitely a skill they need to be able to master. And I'm finding that you help them by breaking it down into bite-sized chunks, you know, like how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So, you know, that helps them stay the course and not become demotivated. And, and it also helps them keep their eyes on the prize and keep that big picture alive. So, yeah, it's a challenge, but something that they need to learn because it, their life might be instantly gratified, if you want to say it like that. But there are things, you know, when they get into the big wide world that they can't just Google or have instantly. It is something we, as adults, have to actually instill and, and help so that they don't become demotivated. Important. Absolutely. Natalie, thank you. I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today and I'm really looking forward to our next discussion in which we start looking at how we actually learn to lead. Just to conclude, Natalie runs the Future Leaders Development Program, which is geared to prepare the youth of a future that they can't predict. We, they believe that the only way to ensure that we can have any future career or job security is for teenagers or young adults to know where they can make their biggest impact, understand what energizes them and what their strengths are. Their program includes a personal assessment to in increase self-awareness, a focus on collaboration and knowing how to work in a team and what people they need in their teams. They cover leadership and their unique leadership style based on their profile. They look at future employability, organizational values, and future planning. They then help them to develop a three-year personal development plan to set them off on their path. Their program includes membership to their Lifetime Growth Club, which includes coaching for the rest of their lives, studies, and careers, from entry level all the way through to the C-suite, which I think is just phenomenal. For more <laughs> information, you are welcome to contact Natalie at info at consciousconnections.co.za. Thank you, Natalie. Thanks, Karen.